Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. We live in a hurry-up, fast-paced world of instant gratification. Sometimes the too-much-too-fast route can have a negative effect on us mentally and physically. There are tangible benefits to slowing down and becoming more patient. Today, Novant Health therapist Tammy Redmond discusses some tips on how you can develop patience and hopefully enjoy life more. You can find stories like this and hundreds of others by searching Novant Health and Healthy Headlines. Thank you for listening. How can I become a more patient person as we head into a new year? What are some steps I can take? Well, the most important step is don't set incredibly high expectations of yourself. Um, Not saying to belittle or step down any goals you may have worked on this year, but, you know, beginning of the year, everyone wants to start with, hey, here's my New Year resolutions. I'm going to, you know, do this and this and this. And they typically set a couple goals that are pretty high and, you know, almost make them seem like I'm going to be Superman or Superwoman. Start with some very basic goals of what, patience-wise, okay. And, for example, I'm going to give an example. I, you know, I have working with someone who is, one of their things is they work on irritability, mm-hmm. you know, between work family, life, um, technology, they, they're finding themselves very irritable, finding the roots of it. You know, okay, and that would be, I would say the first step is starting with the basics. Why does this, why does causing me irritation? It wouldn't hurt to write a list or type out a list, something where you can get a good visual on it. Mm-hmm. Start with the basics, identifying what are some irritants and flesh them out a little bit. Is this something you have control over? Are there things you can modify within whatever the irritant may be? You know, not putting the full blame on technology, but going to use it as the first example. You know, looking at our day-to-day cell phones, pages and pages of apps, you know, on our phone, you know, with the notifications. Maybe cutting off some of the notifications. Maybe putting your phone on airplane mode. Something that won't, basically eliminating what's going to compel you to respond, even though it's not really what you need to be doing at the time. Mm -hmm. What about um, slowing down? We're a very fast society. We mm-hmm. want instant gratification. We want it done now. Mm-hmm. We want answers now. We want to drive right up to someplace and be helped first in line. Yeah. Uh, how can you slow down just in general, your life in general? Just take a step back, a deep breath, and slow down. I Yes, you can, and I feel you absolutely have to because the value that you have in, say, accomplishing something or having that transaction it lessens. The more that we speed up the the rate in which we engage, the way that we um, respond or even complete the activity or thing, it lessens the value. So it's going to be a challenge to yourself to slow down, to take it step by step, to sit in the moment of, okay, things aren't really going the speed I want them to go, but they are progressing towards something I want to achieve. Sitting in that spot of pause or just uncomfortable feelings because things aren't going the way you want them to go, that can be a really big challenge. Mm-hmm. It comes down to basically having the acceptance of, you know, the light in the tunnel. This is going to happen or I'm working towards this. Sitting with that. And in that time that you're having to wait to just be physically present while things are happening but not in your speed, find things to do like that can be temporary but healthy outlets or escapes um, for example if you're having to wait long lines somewhere you know maybe you know get like a 
some type of game on your phone or something in your pocket or it could be down to you know literally taking in your environment like wow the sky's really blue today or hey look the leaves are changing you really take in your environment or or your you know surroundings um, if it has to do with a, a goal a personal goal you know understand that you may be a, a wheel in a larger process you've done your piece and now your cog is connected to another cog that is now moving those other wheels you cannot really move much more until they move so know, understanding where your place may be in that whole process and knowing that you've done your part now and you can now focus on something else while this is running kind of in the background or parallel to what you're doing. Can something as simple as deep breathing exercises help you in a time when you're feeling a little stressed and, mm -hmm. and not as patient as you want to be? They really can and it doesn't have to be really anything extravagant. It, you know, it can be a simple exercise, um, one that takes in your senses and it's a deep breathing um, practice I like to use in session where it's a slow, just deep breath with expanding out your stomach and pushing it out and doing that several times. And as you're doing that, really just slow pace. You know, pace it slow because your body's gonna take in the air, it's gonna nourish your muscles, get in your bloodstream, it's going to nourish your mind and it's going to allow for the tension, the anxiety, the uh, to re help resolve itself. And as you're doing that, you can also, again, kind of just do like a grounding technique of, okay, well, I'm filling my desk. It's it's a cold day in this office, but I see this bright red flower. Really take it in, in your environment as you do that, and that will help you to ground yourself in the now and de-escalate any type of feelings of, ah, like, you know, fever of, I need to go, I need to do this to really help bring you to a place of patience. You, you touched on this earlier, the, the aspect of really identifying what's important in your life and getting, mm -hmm. not spending so much mental and physical energy on something that's not, sort right. of a trimming of your hedge, I guess. Right. How, mm -hmm. uh, how does that help with your patients? Well, what it does is it helps my patients to reel things in back into the now. Obviously, you know, we want to be able to think forward in so many ways. But if we think too forward, I like to call that rabbit hole thinking. If you think too far, you're going to mentally invest your energy, your time, possibly resources into something that's probably not there or going to be happening in anytime soon. So what happens in preventing that rabbit hole thinking is all those resources you've invested into the future or to a plausible thing or to something that may happen is depleting it from the present. And what it does, it helps them to reel in those resources so they can address their immediate needs, you know, perform well at work, do great as a parent, um, get the sleep they need. It can really benefit by reeling them back in to be present for themselves in the now. And that helps to create a great sense of just patience. Is developing more patience akin to dieting or saving money? You, you might take two steps forward, but then you have to expect realistically a step back. You're going to have a day where it just doesn't work for you. You're impatient. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's sort of like a building up a muscle of sorts, isn't it? It, it really is. It's developing a, a technique for, I know time management, that phrase gets used a lot, but for effectively using your time to make things the most positive that they can be. It is akin to, like you said, dieting to, you know, building up of your core or muscles because it will become routine, it will become habitual. Um, 
but the thing is you have to keep reinforcing it and you must nourish that so as you know new challenges come into our life say a change a job or a change a location or something changes where it could disrupt this nice stability that we've created to accept those challenges and recognize what might be causing that friction of the challenge to regain that sense of patience and calm with it. You know, do you necessarily have to integrate in this new challenge? Well, well a lot of things in life you, you will have to, but other things you can just create a very healthy boundary and say, you know what, I don't, you know, I don't have a boat in that water, so there's really no reason for me to put much more in there. So, yes. If I had, someone identifies as an impatient person, they know they have that trait, mm -hmm. can they become a patient person? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they can. It ultimately comes down to ownership, of, ownership and commitment of wanting to change habits and behaviors. Um, if one identifies, look, I'm an impatient person, well, this has been a long-standing behavior pattern. If you can positively commit to yourself that you want to change this, you will stay in the ride to learn the skills to not be that impatient person. I mean, with with patients, you know, being impatient, there's that anticipation. A lot of times, it's, it can be kind of positive feeling, like you know, the giddiness, the oh, the joy, all that. Especially this time of year. Mm -hmm. um, but outside of context of a holiday or a special event, you know, having that impatience be really draining too. I mean it can really zap your body and mind. So in committing to not being an impatient person you're also committing to you know basically solidifying your physical health because that will reduce anxiety, it will reduce tension, or reduce probably some GI issues you know people call them the bubble guts you know to <laughs> down to you know mem memory loss that can be attributed to anxiety because if you're thinking about well what about this, what about this, all these hypotheticals that short-term memory is not going to quite stick if you're so impatient that you can't focus on the the now, and things will not stick in your short-term memory. So yes, it you can become a patient person. It's just you have to actively really work on it. It's going to be a commitment. It's not going to be easy, especially if you're changing a behavior. But between you know, in the, you know between therapy, like I support folks into, there's great apps where you can actually you know, track your behaviors, um, and it gives you feedback to just good old, you know, challenging yourself in real time. You know, that moment you feel, oh, I have to do this. Think, why do I have to do this now? Do I have to really do this now? Can this, can I do part of this? Can this be delayed? Really being truthfully critical of yourself, but in a way that is supportive. Let's try a lightning round. I'm going to throw a stressful situation at you where people often lose, uh, Patience and mm -hmm. give me your quick reaction. What's the best way to deal with this? Mm -hmm. I'm on a long line in the grocery, and the woman in front of me is elderly, and she waits till all hundred dollars of the stuff's rung up, and then she reaches for her purse to pull out her check and write a three-minute check. Mm -hmm. How do I deal with that? I'm really impatient at this point. Well, you know, at least you got most of it out of the way already. All the groceries have been rung up, and now it's just three more minutes. Three more minutes of seeing what the local gossip headlines are to making sure do I have my stuff out? Like, am I already, you know, fiscally prepared? Do I have my check card out? Um, and at that point, you know, it's do you really want to get 
you know, upset or show irritation at someone who's an elder. Mm. Good there point. could be there could be reasons for her pulling that out at that point. It could be that's her habit. They ring up the groceries. She wants to make sure they're all accounted for. Then she pulls out her check before she do that. Before she does that. Okay, I'm on the phone mm -hmm. and I'm told I'm fifth in line as I'm holding to speak to a representative. Hold time is going to be 12 to 14 minutes. Well, depending upon where you are, here's a couple things I do. I like to dance to hold music. I've done that in my office. I've done it at home. Um, it's not the best music unless they've got a really good subscription or something. <laughs> I, I will do like a finger dance or I will kind of dance a little bit or I'll have it turned up and see if there's something small on the side like organizing my desk to... I don't know, like washing a dish or so, something like that. You can be in two places at one time in that type of situation. Make the best of it. I mean, it's not the best dance music, but you know what? In moving your body, that's going to get that kind of irritation, that anxiety gets built up from being impatient. Mm -hmm. So something like do some physical movement. Here's a big one in North Carolina, traffic. Uh -huh, yeah. Oh, yes, 85 has been under construction since I've been in middle school, so yes. <laughs> How do I deal with that on a daily basis? And it, only example, it only gets worse when it rains or there's one flat tire. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with traffic if you have to do it every day? Oh, wow. The first key is if it's recognizing there's a lot that you're not going to have any control over. That person two or three cars ahead, their tire may blow and it backs up. Or all of a sudden they've rerouted to just two lanes. You had no control over that. Recognize that, hey, this is going to be that day where, once again, I'll be sitting in traffic. It doesn't hurt to have some music in the car. It doesn't, now, I'm not going to say whip out a book in the middle of traffic and read, but, <laughs> right. you know, just how do you handle that? Especially if it slows down, it's not the pace you need it to be. You know, the point, the goal is to just to get where you're going safely. Everyone's patience gets tested regularly, in traffic, in the grocery line, on the phone. It's just a part of life. But as therapist Tammy Redmond mentioned, patience can become habitual if you work at it. It's a commitment with a sweet payoff that will help you slow down and enjoy the world around you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to this and all Novon Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen.